Hey, hey, hey. Tell me what's the fuss. Tell me what's happening. This is the Pyro Podcast Light, episode 57. And we're doing it a little bit differently today because I am D Rex and Mr. Pyromaniac Mo happens to be out sick with some bronchitis. So, we are going to give you the week, we being me, Solamente, D-Rexville, Diego Nunez, coming loud through your speaker waves, and we're going to be talking about week 15. Fantasy football is in playoff mode, full playoff mode, maybe the second round, maybe the first round, I don't know how your league does it, but regardless, you are in the playoffs. If you're listening to a podcast about fantasy football, that probably means you are not that you made it there, uh, and you're not trying to live vicariously, or maybe you just like Pyromaniac Mo so much, and now you're bummed that D-Rex is going to be here with you. Well, regardless, we love you, I love you, and um, Mo does a great job with this Pyro Podcast light. He's a little more organized and prepared. He did help me and prepare some notes for the show on your behalf. So thank him for that. But you guys know, D Diggity Rex likes to go a little free form, talk fantasy football, drop the get, drop the goo on your dome, give you the knowledge, and uh, let's get into some fantasy football. Essentially, on Mo's show. He likes to talk about, you know, streaming guys. He likes to talk about the Vegas aspect. He likes to talk about DFS and all that goody-goody two-shoes stuff. And uh, then, so I'm going to try and follow suit and give you guys what you guys are used to getting. uh, And just give it to you baked and packaged in a different form. What I will do is I'm going to start with some streaming. Mo has tagged out uh, some guys that that are, you know, available out there in in a lot of the leagues uh, for week 15 and based on the matchups. And one of his is Alex Smith, who is actually available in 75% of uh, leagues. Um, Got a pretty nice matchup fantasy-wise this week going up against the Titans. If you use uh, Pyro's positional points against chart, uh, something that our boy Pyrolytics has come spearheaded for this season, and we love it. It's a great new piece of content. The Titans have given up the second most fantasy points to opposing number one QBs. So, the Titans, while their defense and their team on a whole is playing much better, when it comes to QB1s, they are at the bottom of the barrel. So, that means good things for Alex Smith. You kind of saw him over the last couple weeks, Alex, come out of his shell and really take some more chances. His chuck, check down, Charlie... Uh, nameplate and namesake uh, I think he's trying to make a move to put that to bed and as a result the team is actually being able to do a lot more with their yards not only uh, have the Titans given up uh, they've given over 290 yards per game to quarterback so uh, that's basically the most amount of yards by any defense in the NFL this year to quarterbacks uh, according to the FF today in the last five weeks, no other defense has allowed more fantasy points to opposing gunslingers than the Titans. Uh, so be careful there. And uh, if you've got the Titans as your defense, they're kind of trajecting downward. So be careful. Um, be careful on that end. Another good option for streaming at quarterback is Joe Flacco. The Ravens 
go up against this week the Eagles, who have actually been all right against quarterbacks if you refer back to that positional points against uh, that we mentioned earlier. The Eagles are actually 23rd against QB1, so not terrible there. But And, the, and Vegas actually doesn't have that going. It's too high of a scoring game. I think it's in around uh, 40, 40, uh, 40.5 points in that game. But uh, Flacco can get it done, and he's got some weapons, and Perriman's kind of coming out of his shell and making some big plays. And uh, in all honesty, they're, 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 the game on the ground just ain't all that. So... I uh, like that as a streamer. If you're in desperate times at the quarterback position, a streaming guy that, that's this week that Mo likes is RG3. Um, we saw his legs. He got a rushing TD last week, uh, 31 yards on the ground as well. Uh, that's equivalent to you know 91 passing yards in most leagues. Uh, so he did that on his, his, his legs, which is great. Um, this week they face Buffalo. Buffalo's a, a little bit of a better, a better team. But it should be kind of one of those shootout matches. That score uh, Vegas has uh, going at about, it opened at 43.5. Now it's down to 41.5. But RG3, not only does he have a smoke show of a girlfriend that accuses the franchise of stealing money out of their car, he has to really perform at a high level so that he can um, not be ripping off his team with the salary they paid him this year. So he could get some garbage time passing. Uh, the game script could call for a lot of passing against the Bills um, and you know who have the highest, uh, second highest expected win spread by Vegas. So you can just un- see how RG3 is going to have to pass his way out of some problems. Uh, his wide receivers are all healthy at this point. Uh, on the season for RG3, uh, there are only four teams that have surrendered more rushing yards to opposing QBs uh, than the good old Buffalo Bills. So that's kind of what you're banking on there. And uh, the bottom bottom line is that the, you know this is, a, this is a gamble. If you've got a stream RG3, you're taking a gamble. The upside's pretty nice. Uh, you know, maybe he's up. He's up in the uh, 16 to 20 points, and the downside is, is for sure single digits. And we've seen it before with RG3. He could be uh, knocked out of the game real friggin' early. So let's move on out of uh, quarterbacks. I also like uh, uh, Kaepernick a little bit in this week's uh, game. Uh, Atlanta. That game is uh, one of the highest. Um, Point scoring uh, games uh, in Vegas is mine at 51.5. They're playing against Atlanta, the highest scoring team in the league. So Kaepernick is going to have to put up some points to make this game pretty relevant. Um, And then, you know, when you're talking about the Falcons, they are the fourth easiest. They give up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing QBs uh, at 17.85. So they're they're just a, a good... Good time, um, good time there. Uh, actually, a worse defense than the 49ers. So uh, check that, check out Kaepernick if he's available. I, I think he got picked up in a lot of leagues a few weeks ago, but since been dropped uh, in others uh, since the benching and all that sort of stuff, and, and and having some bad games. So, all right, so let's get over to the tight ends. Uh, Vernon Davis, Mo likes that matchup. It's uh, the Monday night game against the uh, Carolina Panthers. He's available in 85% of the fantasy leagues out there. Um, you know, you got to keep your eye on the status of Jordan Reed, who's been banged up a bit uh, with concussion action. Uh, they seem to have him on a snap count. 
if Reed is out, this is a great matchup uh, versus Carolina. Um, you know, there's only one other defense that's given up more fantasy points to opposing number one tight ends than the Panthers. Uh, so, if Vernon Davis is the number one and Jordan Reed is out, good, good matchup there for him. Uh, yeah, Cameron Brait, he's available in most leagues still, uh, 60% available. Facing Dallas, um, Dallas uh, is, 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 if you examine how they are against uh, tight ends, they give up the 12th most fantasy points and 4th most receptions to tight ends. So I could see Cameron Brait. Um, I think that's another game that's going to have some scoring happening in it, and the confidence level of Jameis Winston is, is super high. And really, Bray his second best target. Maybe Sims now that he's back's a good one too. But uh, basically, it's Evans, and then there's really no other wide receivers there. So Cameron Bray having a great season. So check into um, him. Basically, more on him. Uh, the game opened in, uh, in favor of Dallas, uh, which means it's a negative game script for Tampa, and they're going to have to pass in order to. Stay in the game. Uh, that's over a touchdown uh, they're favored. So in the last two weeks, Brait's responsible for 26% of the team's target share, which is impressive uh, for a tight end uh, especially uh, just a tight end. You know, that's a pretty good, that's that's a good rate. Uh, only three tight ends have been more involved over these last two weeks than Brait. And uh, Dallas has four starting defense players that are listed as questionable right now. That helps Brait's favor. Uh, two have been limited in practice all week. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they've got a good um, defensive end in Tyrone Crawford and uh, sh- obviously Sean Lee's their stud linebacker. Uh, but both those uh, those guys have been uh, limited in practice. Uh, so you got to look at this. So two failed to practice at, at all Thursday, and that's uh, Scandrick and uh, Demarcus Lawrence. So the, the Cowboys are banged up on defense. That could mean good things for the Buccaneers' offense. Uh, going to another tight end that's potentially streamable, Jack Doyle. Uh, started out the season hot. He's available in 84% of the leagues. Uh, this could be a huge opportunity for him. Uh, basically, Dwayne Allen's questionable. He's been limited in practice all week. Dorsett stinks, and he's been questionable, limited in practice all week. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, their best receiver, is unable to practice so far. Moncrief has been determined already to be out. So, there are not many weapons for uh, good old Andrew Luck to be throwing the ball around to uh, in this week's matchup going up against the Vikings, who, you know, the Vikings are obviously uh, a, a, a good, one of the better defenses, but uh, in fantasy, they haven't been doing so hot lately. So uh, you can see there's no, there's no guarantees there. That game um, is playing on, it's right now they've got, it's going up in scoring right now, so that's uh, going to be at Minneapolis, so it's inside. Either of these guys' home field is inside. So uh, 45.5 is the over-under right now. Uh, so Vegas thinks there's going to be some points in this one. Uh, Moncrief out. God, that's a stink show. But look at that. I mean, that's all his weapons. So tough opponents. Uh, they, they're the most, but the position they are most, uh, in the Vikings, position they are most susceptible to is the tight end. Uh and they're they're just middle of the road there. So, Ladarius Green, a guy I like to rip on in the Pyro Podcast, heavy uh, is another good streaming option for tight ends. Um, he is available in seventy four percent of the leagues facing the Bengals. Basically, the Bengals give up the seven most fantasy points to opposing number one tight ends. 
and um, Ladarius has moved himself into that position over the course of the last four weeks. So that's good stuff. Uh, basically, Ladarius Green has been heavily involved lately. Uh, he's just behind Brait in the last two weeks as far as percentage of the team's target share. So Green finally coming through after years and years of uh, us and the pyro heads talking, thinking that he might follow through and never doing so. Um, Basically, where there's targets, there's fantasy goodness to follow. So, Ladarius Green getting that market share of the of the targets is awesome. 17 targets in the last two weeks. Uh, good, good stuff there as far as the tight ends and guys that you can stream. So, keep, uh, keep your nose to the ground on that one. Obviously, like we said earlier, just make sure you keep an eye on Jordan Reed. If, if, if he plays, then Vernon Davis is definitely not a tight end one in that situation. So... There you have it. Uh, essentially, that is some of the streaming guys. Let's do a, let's do a little pyro uh, promo, a little read here for us. Uh, basically, we already know you love playing fantasy, so we know you'll love playing fantasy on Draft. Draft is a simple daily fantasy app where you can do snake drafts just like the ones you do at the beginning of your season-long leagues. You can do drafts whenever you want. They last for just one day, and they take only minutes to complete. On Draft, you can play for free, or better yet, play for money. And get this, your chances of winning on Draft are over 200% better than your chance of winning on some other some of the other major DFS sites. I've been using Draft uh, for a few weeks now, in fact, and just did one before this show this morning. I actually did one last night while I was drinking some wine. I pulled a wine beanie, um, and it's pretty good time. So I was a little hungover. I always get hungover. Wine and me, we're good friends while it's going down, but then I get a little hungover. and it, I, I don't feel like I'm buzzed after I drink a bottle of the stuff, but really I am. Trubs, this is the kind of mid-roll you get with D-Rex. You start uh, sidetracking to wine when you're in the, supposed to be talking about draft. But guess what? I did one this morning, and I locked up Devontae Freeman, who I really like, and Larry Fitzgerald uh, in a week where both should do very well in DFS. So that's the two guys that I targeted in on this draft I did this morning. Join me. When you download draft, be sure to enter promo code PYRO. To download, just search draft in the App Store, and it'll become the first, uh, and, and, and it'll come up first, or go to playdraft.com. That again, that is playdraft.com, and you'll be able to go to wherever you need to download that app. Remember to enter the promo code Pyro when you download so you get your 100% deposit bonus. Make sure you download Draft now. We will see you in there. Pretty, uh, pretty cool little app. We've been uh, working with them and uh, really, really like it. Uh, fired up, give it a shot. Do it, do it, make it happen. All right, so let's go on to some more streaming. Let's talk some defenses here. Um, you know, Mo really likes to focus in when he's talking about streaming on quarterback, tight end, and defenses. Uh, those are just kind of the best uh, spots to uh, to really kind of do that, uh, give that approach of streaming. I actually, myself, um, I don't think he's even got it mentioned here. No, he doesn't. I actually streaming uh, this week, I picked up uh, the defense of... The Houston Texans, 
Uh, basically, I dropped Carolina personally because Carolina's matchup this week is against Washington on Monday night, and that was just kind of like, eh, I feel like there's going to be a ton of points in that. Vegas has got that at a 50.5, um, you know, over-under. And then next week, Carolina, who'd been really great, they actually scored me 20 points in one league uh, last week that was just a surprise. I was thinking about dropping them and streaming starting last weekend, but they came through in the right time. And um, so they play Washington. Could be a bad matchup for that defense this week. And then in the week 16, you know, you got to think ahead. I'm planning and I'm, th- I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and uh, going to be have the confidence to feel like I'm going to be in that championship week next week. Uh, so you got to look ahead and foreshadow and look at this kind of stuff ahead of the ahead of the, ahead of time. And basically, uh, Carolina plays Atlanta next weekend in week 16. So that's the highest scoring defense. And uh, that's got some trouble written all over it for fantasy owners that are starting Carolina. So I dumped them. I picked up uh, the Houston Texans, who have a great matchup, obviously, this week. Uh, who They're going up against Jacksonville. I think that's the lowest scoring, one of the lowest scoring games out there by Vegas at under 40 points. Jacksonville looks like they're running around with their heads cut off. Uh, Blake Bortles is essentially has got the... Uh, the aim of a, um, of a of a stormtrooper, and um, that's uh, not good times. I don't know. I feel bad for that team. I, everyone kind of thought they were on the up and up, uh, but they if they don't win out their last uh, few games here, they uh, will have their worst record with only two wins ever in franchise history. So we know that just the backfield's been a, t- a mess. Bortles has been a mess. Uh, Al- Alan Hearns has been absolutely atrocious. Thank God for him. He cashed in on $40 million because if he had waited and not done that, his he would just definitely not be getting that money. Uh, and then Allen Robinson is a guy that I kept in a keeper league, and a lot of people took a late first uh, round or a second round pick, uh, thinking that it was just going to be an awesome third-year campaign for him, and he has uh, just not been a player for you at all. So... Let's get back. So that's why I kind of like that Houston one. Let's get back to some of these other streaming defenses. Buffalo, 52% available. So, you know, essentially they're at home this week. We talked earlier about RG3 playing the Browns. Uh, so at home, defenses are – it's a big thing, you know. It's, it, it makes it more difficult for opposing QBs, uh, more prone to miscommunication and mistakes are the opposing – Quarterbacks, and we know that RG3 is a little rusty because he just came back for his first game. I think it was his first game last week. So, uh, Buffalo Bills, pretty good defense to go with there. Let me get a quick drink of water here, peeps. It's not a Valverde today because I'm recording this at 2 in the afternoon on Saturday, and I am not going to drink a Valverde that early because as much as it sounds like a great thing to do, um, I will be passed out by 7 o'clock. And I don't want that to happen tonight. So, water, no Valverde. Sorry to let you down, guys. Um, all right, let's get back to this Buffalo. Essentially, the uh, no other team in the NFL has allowed their QB to be hit more than the Browns. RG3 is a very hittable quarterback uh, for that Buffalo defense. Um, earlier, when, when talking about QB streaming, and we mentioned RG3, uh, Basically, we, 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 we prefaced it by saying that was a desperate times kind of streaming. So um, you got to remember, we do like the Buffalo D here. So for streaming purposes, um, you are opting for, you're, you're hoping for a, a rushing TD um, and a double-digit fantasy day. Uh, so 
that's uh, basically what's going on. But still, lots of opportunity for for error under center for the Browns. Browns is the second worst sack rate in the league, and the Buffalo D has an adjusted sack rate against the opposing um, teams um, on 7.5 percent of the plays. Only four defenses get to the quarterback on a higher percentage of plays. So Buffalo against the um, Browns, good times for streaming that defense. Atlanta. Uh, this team is uh, 85% available. Uh, as we said a little bit earlier, they are going to be playing San Francisco. Uh, High-scoring game in Vegas is mine, but uh, San Francisco is 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 isn't a good um, is a good offense to play your defense against. Last week, Atlanta was uh, someone that Mo told you guys to pick up in the Pyro Podcast Light Show, and they ended up scoring the most fantasy points. So. Um, probably a team that a lot of people are honing in on, but if they're available, it's a good one. Uh, that was not an anomaly, though, them, them being the highest. In the last five weeks, they've scored the seven most fantasy uh, points, according to FF Today. And again, Atlanta's at home. You like defenses to be at home. It helps helps their situation. Another team is a team that's playing tonight. Make sure you know that. This show is going to be going up um, you know, a few hours before the night game tonight, but it's important to know there is a game tonight happening, and that is uh, basically the uh, Dolphins are at the Jets. So Saturday night, they're at eight at the eight twenty-five Eastern um, in New York. There is a game playing, so don't uh, get caught with your pants down and forget and think that you don't got to worry about your lineups. Start looking and managing your lineups now because that game tonight is kind of it's Thursday night football on Saturday. Thanks for confusing us. All right, but the Jets play, 90% available last week. Uh, they were uh, mailing it in. Um, while uh, some on the team s- seem to be maybe doing that, uh, most of the guys still seem to fight. They got a win last week. It's week 15. They're at home. Tannehill is out for the season. Matt Moore is in. You just don't know what you're going to get out of that guy. He's got a cl- com- a career completion percentage of uh, less than 60%. Uh, and, and, and as you know, Mo, that's a number that he really likes to look at when talking about streaming opposing Ds. It's just the completion percentage of the opposing team's quarterback. Uh, so he's got 33 TDs in his career, um, Matt Moore does, and he's got 28 career interceptions. So the expectations are pretty low from an offensive standpoint there. That's a low-scoring game in Vegas's eyes. The over-under is at 38.5, down about three points from uh, where they start, opened at. So that's something to uh, consider as well. You've got a, Miami's adjusted sack rate is 7.3%. That's only six teams give up more sacks uh, than the Dolphins do, um, and they allow the 10th most QB hits. So Matt Moore, I could see definitely an interception and maybe even a fumble out of helps the scoring for the Jets. Um, this play is not so much about a, a power move or uh, the success of how the D's been for the Jets, uh, but really counting on those Matt Moore mistakes and uh, the Jets, the way they play defense because their D-line is so awesome, they're, they're kind of invite and, 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 and trick you into passing on them. So that is something to check out. Those are the uh, four defenses that we, uh, three of which Mo likes, and I like that Houston Texans defense as well. So if you're in the streaming mode for defenses, check in on those guys. Let's talk about some 
some pickups now. Uh, kind of this next piece that Mo likes to do is the pick and flick. And that's basically these are waiver wire guys that you can pick up and um, pop right into your starting lineup. These are dudes that are available in 50% of leagues. Um, so I'm going to drop out and name some guys uh, personally off of uh, weonpyromaniac.com. Do a great job with our uh, waiver wire pickups. Basically, uh, Houdini spearheads that piece on our behalf. Mr. Weindini himself, Judge Houdini, I'll reference a piece that he does also, that uh, bitch slap that we put out this week of installment number three. But Houdini each week, basically, we get our pickups piece out before even the Sunday night of Football in America game comes out. And then as Sunday game goes and then Monday we add the players into that piece that... Uh, pop up in our waiver wire worthy. Uh, so this week, some of the cream of the crop guys that Houdini had um, was Dontrell Inman. You know, he's available in 67% of the leagues. Basically, he's on a hot streak. Uh, he had six passes for 71 yards and a touchdown last week. Basically, he scored a touchdown in three straight games. So Hopefully you're able to get to him, or if he's still available, uh, check that out. Melvin Gordon's out, so it's really going to be a a passing deal. Uh, a guy that Houdini's uh, had on his list and that um, Mo really likes is Bilal Powell. He's going to be the number one option now with um, Forte injured. Uh, but the one thing I did see here is that Forte might play through the pain. He's been pain, playing through, so keep an eye on that. Basically, uh, they've discovered after last week's breakout by Pe- uh, Powell um, that. Uh, Powell's a good player, and the, the, we've known that for a while here at, at, at Pyro. And uh, he, he kind of uh, passed the eye test last week when Forte got hurt. Uh, that's for sure. So, he, like you said earlier about the defense, he's on a team where many people are mailing it in, but he ran with a f- fierce purpose, and um, he just never gets brought down by the first guy. You uh, you look at his game against the Niners last week. He had 145 yards. He had two touchdowns. They gave him the ball 29 times, and then he had also had five catches for 34 yards. So a lot, a lot of touches for him. Sam Bradford is a guy that um, Houdini's got in his piece that you could maybe uh, pick up and pop right in. So if you're streaming QBs, maybe Bradford. Adam Thielen is a dude uh, that I know Mo has on his list and likes, and uh, as well as Houdini. Basically, at a 100-yard game, he's uh, he's got. Four passes, 100-yard games. He's had three solid weeks in a row. So he seems to be Bradford's uh, kind of favorite trusted target over there. Uh, and he plays against uh, Indy this weekend and then Green Bay next week. So he's got a good little matchup situation for himself in these playoffs. Alfred Morris, uh, basically, it's just a health insurance uh, backup plan. If you've got Ezekiel Elliott, if, lo and behold, something were to happen to Elliott in this week's game, then you go into the championship and you got Alfred Morris um, as a bona fide number one, never hoping for injuries, but if you've got these empty spots on your bench, you know, a couple kickers, a couple defenses that you're not, or guys that there's just no way are going to make it into your starting lineup, fill up some of this depth. Go grab a Thielen, go grab an Alfred Morris, and just, uh, you know, I did the same thing a couple weeks ago with Adrian Peterson. You know, just grab Adrian Peterson a couple weeks ago, and I dropped like a secondary defense or maybe a third quarterback. You know, these are some deeper bench type of leagues, but, um, you know, it's just now AP is going to play this week. Am I a little nervous about AP uh, playing this week? Yeah, I'm going to kind of roll 
figure out and, uh, whether I want to roll the dice uh, and if I'm looking for the upside or if I just need the, the, the points. But basically in one league, I might play Adrian Peterson this week uh, over a Rob Kelly. Probably not. But Adrian Peterson, I drafted him in the first round. I, I, I kind of I actually did drop him and pick somebody up, but then went back uh, and then, you know, a few weeks ago and grabbed him again. I'm not going to let somebody else beat me in the playoffs with my first-round pick if he comes back. So they might use him as DQ, decoy this week. They might just want to test his leg out a little bit and see what's going on with that knee. But he's superhuman, and if he's going to play – you know that he's going to be a part of the game plan. So I could definitely see him scoring a touchdown. So AP, I like him as a streaming option as well if he's still available in your league. Pierre Garçon, um, he's available in 52%. Uh, he's been he's been awesome since week eight. Uh, he's another big performance last week at a touchdown. Um, he's got a good playoff schedule playing Carolina uh, on Monday night. And then he's at Chicago next week um, in your championship round. So it's good times going against Chicago, that's for sure. Um, Trevor Simeon, he's available. Uh, basically, he's another 300-yard game, no interception, had a touchdown, really locking in and, and targeting um, Demarius last week. Marquise Lee, he's available in 88% of the leagues. Uh, Alan Hearns is hurt, and Allen Robinson seems to be ineffective every week, so that's a good one. Tyler Boyd, uh, what's his name? Uh, AJ Green's been ruled out again, so Boyd's going to get some of that action. Uh, had six catches uh, last week. Cameron Merritt. Meredith basically had a 72-yard game, uh, all the drops by Bellamy in the previous two weeks, uh, and you just kind of like uh, what, what what you're seeing out of um, Barkley. He's, he's, he's kind of just looks like a pretty good quarterback in that kind of Drew Brees mold, very, very accurate, not the biggest guy in the world, but has the strong arm, can make the throws. Uh, I think the Bears are, are liking what they see in Barkley, and uh, I think the best target for him is that Cameron Meredith. So uh, Dwayne Washington had his, a good week last week, so keep an eye on him. Charles Sims is back. That's an interesting one. Uh, and then tight ends, Jack Doyle and Federowitz are those guys are kind of available. Federowitz less so. He's only available in 41%. So check those dudes out. Uh, Thielen, I had mentioned. Inman, Boyd, we mentioned. Uh, those are some of the guys that Mo had on his list. Uh, basically, Thielen uh, is going up against Vonta Davis, who's ranked as the 109th corner cover by PFF. Man, how uh, he's 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 fallen off the face of the earth. He's kind of an aloof dude. And then Robbie Anderson's a guy that Mo has on his list here for a pick and flick for wide receivers, and that's uh he's on the Jets. Uh, rookie facing the last two weeks, only three wide receivers has more targets than he does. He's playing against the Miami, so that's not too bad. And then the last two weeks, uh, he's had nearly 33% of that target share, and that's the fourth most in the NFL during that span. So Robbie Anderson is getting a lot of uh, action, which is uh, good, good, good for him. Um, other guys that uh, you know that you can be uh, at running back that you can think about picking up is Farrell, Kenneth Farrell. You know, with Melvin Gordon going down, he's going to be the starter. He's going up against Oakland. Uh, in the last five weeks, only four defenses are allowing more rushing yards than Oakland. Uh, and uh, basically, they've allowed a f- uh, five rushers to go over 100 y- um, yards on the ground. Uh, 
<clears throat> allowed six uh, rushing TDs to Ronnie Max in those last five weeks. So Oakland is not doing good against uh, runners in the last five weeks. That looks pretty good for Kenneth Farrow. So uh, check that out. Basically, uh, he got the ball 16 times for 55 yards and also caught six passes last week when Gordon went down. His playoff schedule is looking pretty nice. This week against Oakland, and then next week he's got Cleveland. I actually play against him in my big money league uh, that actually is where you have to play rookies. Um, he had Melvin Gordon who went down, picked him up this week. So I'm kind of bummed out that I didn't grab him as a preemptive uh, attack against him so that he wouldn't be scoring points against me. Other guys were stashing off the waiver wire. Chris Conley, he's available off the wazoo. Seth Roberts is a guy that I know that who uh, Mo really loves in his DFS. Um, so check him out. Again, Robbie Anderson, uh, he's playing pretty good. Bryce Petty and him have a good connection. Um, J.J. Nelson's going to get some opportunity now that they cut um, Mr. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Floyd. And if Floyd was available for any reason because uh, he got picked up by a gem in the uh, in the Patriots, so keep an eye out for him. I don't think he'll really do anything this week because he's got to learn the system, and it's a hard learn- system to learn, but uh, maybe can come through for you next, uh, next week. So make sure you're listening to our other podcast. That's the uh, one that me, myself, D-Rex here, st- standing in on this Pyro Podcast light for our boy Pyromaniac Mo, as I said at the beginning of the show. He's been under the weather. He's a teacher, and he's a father of three kids. Uh, Essentially, does seem to get colds um, because of those different things. Uh, One of the reasons that my selfish ass is glad that all I have is a dog. Um, I feel like if I had kids, I'd always be sick as well. Um, So we're hoping that Mo feels better. Um, And again, he helped prep some of this stuff for the show. This will be probably a a little bit of a shorter show today, um, more than anything, because I got some other stuff I want to get to today. Um, But maybe I'm wrong. I tend to be verbose. And you can find that out on the Pyro Podcast Heavy, as I was kind of doing a promo for it earlier. That's Stag Party, myself, and Houdini. We do that show every week. It's Tuesday night in season, and then we do it uh, probably Wednesday off season. But it's a year-round show, and, and you know we do a lot of with the season kind of coming to an end. Uh, we really enjoy doing. We'll do a show right after the Super Bowl, and we'll do a show basically every week year-round. And we love the off-season stuff because in season, you know, we talk about all the matchups, and we'll talk about every game and every fantasy football relevant uh, player within on the two teams within each of those games uh, week to week uh, during the NFL season and then in the offseason we like to do a little bit more of a strategy give you guys the tools that you need to do on how to prepare in the offseason how to be looking for uh, watching the the combine and what you should be checking out for the draft so you know the guys that are going to be rookies next season that can actually contribute and step in and and as we know um, there's just a lot of great rookies you look at Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are two both uh, top 10 players, top 5 player for Elliott um, and they're rookies so rookies do a lot of action and get a lot of damage done in the NFL these days um, they're they're just ready to go more so than they were in the older fantasy football uh, realm so we do that kind of strategy we tell you how to draft, how to prep we give news throughout the off season and all the training camps, OTAs all that good stuff and it's a great show, we go about 3 hours per show on that one hopefully many of you are listening to that um, podcast, we've been 
doing that show since I think 2011, maybe two, yeah, about 2011 we started doing that. Uh, we've done 255 shows, uh, so no one's done, and times that by two or three hours. There's really few people out there that have uh, done more on-air recording time than uh, the Pyro Podcast guys um, and the fantasy at the Fantasy Football Fire. We love doing it. We have a good time. We're cracking Valverde's, throwing them back. Uh, Stag Party's a real um, stat, gooey, juicy kind of dude. Really knows the X's and O's of the game uh, a lot. Me and Houdini are guys that have been playing fantasy football since before Stag Party was even born. I started playing in 1988. Houdini, I think, is in 93 or 94. So, a lot of fantasy leagues, a lot of experience doing this. And I'm more of a heart guy. I read a lot of our content on Pyromaniac, and Houdini's a little different. So, make sure you check out. Um, we have a good time sharing some laughs dropping some knowledge and uh, make sure you're on and uh, subscribe to that show. Subscribe to this show. Get write us a review. Do all that good stuff that helps us out. If you're on Spreaker, Stitcher, we're there. If you're on Google Play, we're there. Although Google is one of the one of those weird ones that we can't record how many listens people use on that platform because Google's all locked down and stiff. Uh, anyway, before we get into um, some more of these uh, the DFS action, um, what I want to do here is kind of... Uh, yeah, I alluded to our, our song, Goodbye Horses, that we're going to close out with. And that's uh, actually the song from Silence of the Lambs, the, the scene where Buffalo Bill is dancing around and does the old uh, kooky, weird, creepy stuff. The uh, movie is awesome. If you have not seen Silence, The Silence of the Lambs do yourself or read the book, do yourself a favor. Do one of them. Only, mo- only movie in motion picture history. Uh, to win the Oscar for Best Movie, Best Director, Best Actor uh, with Anthony Hopkins, and Best Actress with Jodie Foster. So kind of a badass movie when you think about it that way. To win all four, I think that was 1991 um, Oscars, they swept. Uh, but that movie is just incredible, hair-raising. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, take it from your boy here, D-Rex, and go and rent that thing up. You will not. Uh, you will not be disappointed. It is so good, so good. So I'm gonna give a little clip from this, and uh, I'll just say this: that you know, let's just your parallel and your your comparison here is that uh, that pyromaniac is the, is the lotion in your basket, and uh, the basket represents your fantasy championship. And when you win a fantasy championship, it is precious. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. (gasps) Mr. My Family will pay cash. Whatever ransom you're asking for, they'll pay it. (gasps) It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. (laughs) Yes, you will, precious. You will get the hose. Now it places the lotion in the basket. Please. Please. Oh, my God. Oh, please. It places the lotion in the basket. I want to see my mommy. Please. 
Mo's gonna kill me that I'm doing this creepy Silence of the Lambs type stuff during his show. He even texted me yesterday. He's like, we just gotta keep this going. Sorry I'm sick, but we've gotta, you know, I'm trying to build this audience and we just gotta make sure in season we're giving it to him every week. I couldn't agree more. I hope I haven't scared any of you off. I'm a little crazy. That's what I do around this spot is the SD-Rex. So, Mo, you're listening to this. He's probably like, oh my god. I handed the keys to a, a maniacal animal. And it's true. But we got the show out, and we're getting some stuff going. So check out that Silence of the Lambs. Give your opponent the hose, you know? Give your opponent the hose in week 15. All right, all right. It's enough. I, you know, I threw in a little Houdini with these sound clips. Getting a, you're going to really like the song and remember the scene at the end. Goodbye, horses. It's a good track. Good track. Some of that 80s stuff. All right. Enough of being creepy and weird. Let's move on to uh, some DFS talk. Um, Basically, uh, at quarterback, um, DFS-wise, some of the guys that Mo really likes, and uh, I'll actually refer to um, our piece as well that we do as a team, and I'll just list out some of the DFS guys that Mo and the rest of the boys are jumping on for, you know, and the piece we do on pyromaniac.com is the daily do's and don'ts, uh, DF, DFS week 15. Um, before I get into Mo's guys, I'll just tell you that Stag Party's pillar players, so that's kind of his favorite guy on DraftKings. It's, he's uh, 8900 bucks on FanDuel. He's 9000 He likes LaShawn McCoy. So McCoy's coming off a nice performance. Uh, he was able to get loose against the, the Steelers. Uh, and this week he's going against the Browns, uh, basically who are allowing 160 yards from scrimmage to running backs per game. Uh, should be some snow up there. Uh, it's in Buffalo. So uh, I'd say that uh, McCoy's in for a big game. Uh, Gillis Leak is vultures uh, here and there. But still, uh, when it comes to the studs, uh, besides a Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson, um, Stag Party believes that LaShawn McCoy is going to be a big guy. And actually, that's one of uh, Pyromaniac Moe's uh, pillar dudes as well. So mid-price core piece that Stag Party likes is is uh, Carlos Hyde. DraftKings, he's going to be 5900 And FanDuel, he's 7000 So Hyde's coming off as basically his, his most productive game as a, as a pro. A huge game last week. Basically, he's, he's going to be inside at, 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 against the Falcons at the Georgia Dome. Uh, so we'll see. They uh, they allowed Todd, the Falcons allowed Todd Gurley, uh, basically one of his few uh, top 12 weeks. So I think that the way that Carlos is, is playing right now, um, you should expect a good one there. The, the, the Falcons have allowed 15 fantasy points to each of the last four main runners they've faced. Uh, Stag Party's low-cost dart throw is um, Ty Montgomery. Uh, DraftKings 4,800, FanDuel 5,000. So that's a guy that he likes uh, for a, a guy that you can do a dart throw. Fade, meaning stay away from Antonio Brown. He does not like Brown in this matchup. The snow, Buffalo, all that stuff. So the stack of the week for Stag Party. Buffalo Bills defense, LaShawn McCoy going up against Cleveland. He likes the he likes what's going to happen for DFS for those guys. Houdini's um, pillar dude for DFS picks for week 15. Devonta Freeman, he likes him a lot. And that's a guy that Moe's got listed as well. Uh, basically, you gotta like, uh, he's he's basically 70, where we got uh, 6,700, DraftKings, FanDuel, 7,700. And uh, 
Atlanta's home, huge advantage uh, there. Atlanta has the highest implied point total for the week at 32.5. They're facing San Francisco. San Francisco allows a lead league at 4.9 yards per carry, which is obviously great news for Devontae and anybody that puts him in their DFS lineups. Uh, they allow a league they allow a league high 171 rushing yards per game. San Francisco does. Um, basically, that's 25 yards per game more than the second worst team in the Browns that we mentioned earlier. So the Niners are not good at stopping the run at all. Uh, you know, that Atlanta game we've mentioned a couple times, highest spread of the week. Um, and, yeah, just it's been right, raising up, started uh, with them being favored, uh, Falcons by 11, and it just keeps going up. So uh, I like, I like uh, Devonta Freeman myself in general, but for DFS – uh, why not? It's gonna should be a crazy game script. Uh, they destroyed the Rams last week, forty-two to fourteen. And uh, Freeman in those kind of crazy high-scoring games uh, is, on DraftKings has been averaging eighteen point seven points per outing. So we, you can feel pretty confident throwing him in your DFS lineup and feeling pretty good about it. Uh, so that is uh, is a good one for Devonta Freeman and Houdini agrees. Houdini likes this is mid-core piece, Trevian. Simeon, his low car, uh, cost dart throw is J.J. Nelson, and the guy that he's staying away from is Aaron Rodgers, uh, and then his stack of the week is David Nelson, uh, kind of combined up on Arizona with uh, J.J. Nelson, who is, is a hot prospect uh, in a lot of pe- people's minds this week, just because so much just happened to that receiving core with the uh, departure of Floyd. Um, O.C., our boy uh, down in Atlanta, um, his pillar piece for the week is Jordy Nelson up against the Bears. Uh, he likes Jordy. He's been on a tear for, over the last seven weeks. Um, just he's been awesome. So uh, get ready to throw in Jordy as a, as a stud, higher-cost player in your DFS. His sleeper is Tyrod Taylor. Obviously, you're getting a trend here. People like playing play, players and finish football against the Cleveland Browns. So Tyrod Taylor could be a good sleeper pick. And low-cost dart throw is um, Rashard Matthews. So he's basically in DraftKings 4,600 and FanDuel he's 58. He's going against Kansas City. They've got that bend-don't-break attitude on defense. They allow you know 375 total yards a game to opposing offenses, which is like the eighth worst in the NFL. Uh, those games are always super close, and uh, Matthews has become you know Mariota's favorite target. Fade from OC is a Ty Hilton. He's thinking the Ty is not going to have a great outing um, against. Um, those uh, that's the wrong team he put in there, but against the Vikings. So his stack of the week is Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson. Uh, Pyromaniac Mo, like I said, he had McCoy. His <coughs> excuse me, his mid price core piece is Devonta Freeman. We went through him. Uh, low cost start throw is the Vikings defense, uh, and they are uh, he likes that one. He's fading Ju- Julian Edelman. His stack of the week. Exactly like stag parties is McCoy and the Bills D. Uh, so interesting, interesting stuff there. That's DFS action that you hear there. And other guys that Mo likes uh, from the wide receiver position, Sterling Shepard. Uh, basically, uh, only three teams uh, have a higher uh, percentage of red zone TDs uh, via wide receiver passes um, than than them. And since uh, week eight bye, he's got four TDs. Uh, in six games, does the rookie Shepard? Uh, he fa- he'll face Tavon Wilson. Um, 
Detroit slot corner um, that's filling in for Quandre Diggs, who just went on the IR. So that's a pretty good uh, matchup there. And then you've got um, Wilson. Uh, Tavon uh, Wilson it gives up a full fantasy point for every two routes run. So that's one of those Mo stats. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Gives up a full fantasy point for every two routes run. Damn, that's not very good. So Sterling Shepard could have a nice week this week. Jameson Crowder is another one of his wide receivers that he's digging on and digging in. He's got that Monday night game. He's fa- he'll be facing Carolina slot cornerback. Uh, Leonard Johnson, so that's a favorable matchup. Um, out of 120 cornerbacks that are graded by uh, Pro Football Focus, uh, J- Johnson is seventh from the bottom, putting him at 113. That is not favorable for you, Leonard Johnson. Uh, I have a feeling that Carolina misses um, and is bummed that they did not uh, sign Josh Norman. They thought they were going to be just fine, and that has proven not to be the case as they're essentially uh, not going to make the playoffs. And uh, Norman, while he can be a headache and annoying, he's kind of a badass at at the position. So in the last seven games, Crowder's gone um, three times. He's gone over 100 yards. That's pretty impressive. Um, He just looks like the best um, fallback target uh, he's essentially last year's Jordan Reed because Jordan Reed's been so banged up. Uh, so you really like what you're seeing out of Crowder, and um, that's a great um, DFS play as well. All right, so the last wide receiver that we will talk about here for DFS is Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, basically, Floyd got released because he got passed out at the wheel on a DUI, a guy that had a DUI while he was in Notre Dame. Um, that is going to cost him some money, but in all honesty, he got picked up off of the waivers by the Patriots, a Super Bowl contender. So he almost got rewarded, uh, you would say, for his mix-up. Let's see how he fits in and if you can learn the system over there with the Patriots. John Brown, he's going to be on a snap count, basically 20 uh, plays, they're saying, because he's been uh, banged up. Maybe concussion, I'm forgetting. But uh, basically Larry Fitzgerald is going to be the guy um, that's going to be getting all the targets, and that team is expected to score an uh, implied point total of 26 points this week. Sorry, that's a little sip of water. So one drawback of doing these shows on your own is uh, if you ever got to drink or do anything, it kind of causes a little bit of a dead zone. But this is fun. This has been a good time. I hope I'm filling in for our man Pyromaniac Mo uh, serviceably. Uh, you guys know that this is not my style. Uh, I like uh, I like to talk it up, shoot the shit, and make fun of my uh, my partners. That's that's my style. Uh, all right, so let's go over here and uh, look at some tight ends that are for DFS that Mr. Mosif likes, and uh, Gates is one of them. Uh, the guy he's got listed here, basically 5,300 on FanDuel, 41 on DraftKings. Uh, he's gonna play. Uh, Gates until he gets that record. Uh, you know, he's basically what two sh- touchdowns or something short of the all time tight end record. Uh, I think he's going to probably retire after the season and they want to give him this record. So, um, Oakland's notoriously bad against this tight, tight end position. Uh, Gates should have a good game. I think they hopefully Phillip Rivers gives him some a couple swang song games and lets him kind of vanish off and uh, ride off into the sunset of retirement. Uh, 
what a great career with Antonio Gates for a guy that didn't even play uh, really any football in college, basketball player. Gates will miss you. There's been many years over the course of your last 14 or so years where he was a bona fide stud at the position. And, uh, man, I've had him on my team a couple. There was one year, the first five or six games, Antonio Gates was a league winner, and then he went down and got hurt. But he was like – he was like number one over receivers for through the first five games about uh, four or five years ago. Eh, maybe five or six at this point. Time flies when you're having Valverde's. Um, all right, here's the streaming. Um, basically, for some defenses, like we talked about, that Bills pick. Uh, that, that Mo and Stag Party are on. Uh, the Atlanta pick we talked about earlier. Um, you know, for the streaming, we, we mentioned both those guys, uh, but good options as well for DFS. Um, they're both more expensive uh, than the uh, Vikings, um, so it's, they're, they're a more expensive defense, but another defense that Mo likes is the Vikings, 4,500 uh, FanDuel um, and 35 on DraftKings. They're home against the Colts, and as we talked about earlier in the show, the Colts are void of a lot of their weaponry, so um, that's going to hurt their scoring opportunities, and the Colts have allowed the second-most hits to Andrew Luck. That guy's just getting just niggity nailed uh, every time he drops back. I think he's got an elbow, a knee, a back issue. I mean, he, he likes to take the hit and he likes to grit it out, but as been said um, by everyone that covers football and anyone that watches this stuff, it's going to shorten his career if they don't figure it out and they're going to have to go spend some money. They spent some draft picks on him, um, offensive line guys last year, but they're going to have to even do more to keep that guy uh, and prolong his career because he is just, he's, he's back there. It's like a whack-a-mole. He just gets nailed. So, um, Indy also will be down their three starting offensive linemen, so that's not helping stuff for, for luck, but it certainly will for the Vikings and a DFS kind of play. Uh, stacks for DFS, uh, a couple more that we'll do is uh, Carr and Crabtree. Uh, that's one that Mo likes. He said he likes Carr as the quarterback, and then get Crabtree in there, uh, who's been a little bit banged up, but he'll play this weekend. Uh, could be a shootout of a game. Uh, basically, the implied point total for Oakland is uh, over 26 points in that one. Crabtree has been—he's just having a much better season and much more reliable than than Amari Cooper, who's been a real kind of a dud. Uh, and then you got Carr uh, draws a—I mean, a, a Crabtree draws a, a weak slot corner and Trevor Williams uh, in that matchup. So uh, Crabtree and Carr is a nice stack. For DFS uh, in for week 15, uh, fade like we said, uh, Mo had a, as Julian Edelman as his fade. He's going up against Chris Harris. Should have a tough matchup against the Denver Broncos. I think that Brady will do just fine. He's pretty much matchup proof. He'll just be spreading the ball around, but that doesn't bode well for uh, his favorite little buddy, Julian Edelman. Um, so that's something to consider. Before we go into Mo's uh, to DFS, what you're talking about, Willis uh, plays. So as I mentioned a little bit earlier on the show, Houdini came out with his third installment of his bitch slap, and basically these are players uh, from week 9 through uh, week 12, and if you're not familiar with bitch slap, go to pyromaniac.com and check it out. And one thing that I realized during this show uh, while prepping and, and getting ready is that I have not done little slots for commercials, so you're probably listening to this and you've heard a few commercials already that just kind of have a all of a sudden just come out of nowhere. I'm sorry, I did 
did not um, coordinate and consider that like we do on the on the heavy and like um, Pyromaniac Mo does a good job of uh, doing the lead-ins for those commercials on his show. So I'm going to do my first lead-in for a uh, commercial, even though it's not the first commercial. So let's leave the lights on and listen to this. Thank you. Back to Bitch Slap. Installment three. There's a few three-timers. Essentially, these are guys that are just busted up on you and been total duds. Um, quarterback is Ryan Fitzgerald. has been up there three times. His season's officially over. They're giving the Bryce Petty thing a shot. Todd Gurley's been a three-time uh, Bitch Slap guy. I'll do a little read-up. Todd Gurley. Gurley, you have been put in a tough situation this season, but you have yet to overcome your obstacles. In these four games, you carry the ball 66 times for 238 yards with one touchdown and added 783 uh, yards, that can't be right, on nine receptions. Um, that number is wrong. So, of course, I read the one friggin' one that he's got a typo. I'll make sure that Houdini looks at that. That would be a lot of yards for nine receptions. Uh, the problem was that your high total yard game was just 89 yards. Uh, you have played hard all season, but your stats make you look like a girly man. So now it is time to pump up, uh, pump you up, bitch slap. Uh, Houdini does some funny stuff here. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey will do a little read. Alshon, you only played in one game, and in that game, you uh, caught only four passes for 47 yards and were held out of the end zone. Then you went ahead and got suspended for using banned PEDs. You are a franch- You are on the franchise tag and are playing for a big contract. How stupid can you be? You crushed your owners and forced them to make trades because you weakened their rosters. Now I'm going to weaken your knees with your bitch slap. <laughs> Oh, I love Houdini. So that's his bitch slap piece. Uh, check it out. It's a good one. Um, comes out four times per season. Uh, and he's got one more left that will come out at the end of the season. Good stuff. Other content we've got on the website you got to check out is uh, Strength of Schedules, a piece that comes out every week. We talk about the regular season and the fantasy football playoffs. So good way for you to look ahead of the game and pick out some of these streamings and see who your players are going up against in the future. Um, I really, really, really use that piece a lot, uh, and it's it's an awesome one. So uh, let's get back to the what you're talking about, Willis. And um, his guy for this week is Seth Roberts. Game could be a shootout. It's a good one for Seth. Uh, great matchup against the Chargers slot corners. Um, and his corner, the corner, corner in that game is Craig Mag- Magger. Uh, he was not the starter at the end, beginning of the season. Seth Roberts just seems to score touchdowns. Amari and uh, Crabtree have been a little banged up. So he seems to be the healthiest option uh, right now for a car. And like we talked about earlier, their implied point total is over 26 points. And I think they'll even uh, be able to do better than that. Um, so that pretty much takes us to the end of the show. Uh, you know, use pyromaniac.com for our player rankings. Give it Pyro Pro a shot. Basically, Pyro Pyro Pro allows you to ask us direct questions, uh, as many as you want. So if you got a question about a trade or a guy you want to throw in your lineup or um, a waiver wire dude, whatever, you could ask us questions. We get an email and we respond it to you. You can show us pictures of your lineup. It's an incredible tool for when you're on the edge and you need some help from some quote-unquote experts. Uh, we're really good at getting back to you on that. Uh, great, great thing from Pyro Pro. Uh, you can view all of the Pyro uh 
player rankings in Pyro Pro, which I think is pretty big. Um, so check out Pyro Pro. We got our news feeds. Making a lot of changes are going to be happening to Pyro Pro over the course of this off season. A lot of changes to the website in general. Uh, we love our content. We love what we've been able to do with the addition of guys like Pyrolytics, the Archer. We got our Pyro Heat Index uh, is now our ranking algorithm uh, that we used, and it's it's been quite successful. We actually finished on the fantasypros.com um, where there's 145 experts that give their rankings weekly. Uh, the py- our Pyromaniacs uh, rankings were number 10 out of those 145 uh, last week for week 14. So the heat index uh, came in. Uh, would have been very successful for you if you were going off our player rankings last week. That's our second top 10 finish in that. And uh, this is our first year doing it. So uh, the Archer and Stag Party are really tweaking that algorithm and the, the numbers to normalize and really figure out uh, based on these stats and then they're and looking at how each week went so it's it's kind of our first year playing with this instead of besides just doing manual uh, rankings as we've done in the past and uh, it's been successful so we're really excited to see that on the flip side stag party himself uh, delivers his weekly rankings uh, before for each week as well I think he's been top 10 or I think he was third or something this week, but he's been top 10 the last three weeks. So Stag Party is on fire with our player rankings on the Fantasy Pros Expert Accuracy Challenge. So hopefully we'll be able to close out strong and finish super high up here for on the season. And uh, in general, uh, we just feel like our player rankings are really solid. So we know you love this show. This is the Pyro Podcast Light. We love that you love it. Mo does a great job with it. Um, the offseason doing those fantasy football talks with industry heavy hitters uh, just in general just I think Mo does a great job uh, he's a very easy sounding guy to listen to on these shows so keep it up I know that I'm a I, I probably bastardized his show here today but hopefully I, I gave you some fantasy goo uh, and, and to get through the, uh, week 15 and bring yourself to the championship week 16 so I I'm going to close this out. And the original plan with the Pyro Podcast Light was to have it be an hour-long show. Uh, so I'm actually living up to its original plans. Mo has turned this thing into the Pyro Podcast medium or medium heavy because some of the shows, I think his last one was two hours and 45 minutes. Uh, so it's essentially uh, essentially just as long as our Pyro Podcast uh, Fantasy Football Fire heavy show. But... I'm going to go against the grain and keep this one short, keep it light, keep it sweet. Check out our website for any questions that you uh, have that weren't answered in this show. And uh, just good luck, man. You know, we really um, enjoy giving you guys this information and and giving you the canology you need to uh, hoist the, the hardware at the end of the season. Really, uh, It's really important that, that we uh, do right by you guys, and we work very hard, the whole team, uh, up from the top down. Uh, we work very hard to on a weekly, daily basis uh, in the offseason, in the regular season. It's, it's just a lot of effort that we put forth. So uh, we appreciate you uh, responding to it and, and, and joining us on this journey. Uh, it means a lot. And it makes all those hard work and those opportunities where you can go out and drink with your buddies, but you got to do a podcast or write an article. It makes it all the more worth it. So uh, much love to you guys out there. This is D-Rex filling in for Pyromaniac Mo on episode 57 
of the Pyro Light Podcast. We love you. Win it up. Let's do it. This outro music, as I said, is Goodbye Horses. And um, it is a good track. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, All right. I'm done. We're out. Much love to you. Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. Mm.